Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Big welcome back to the Dreamcast. In today's solo episode, we're going to talk about an area of life that we have not yet addressed. And I am really excited about this because I think it's something that we are going to continue to come back to because honestly, health in this area is a domino effect to all other areas of your life. Now, if you've heard episodes three and four of the Dreamcast, then you know I talk about seven areas of life. And this is friendship, family, finances, health, hobbies, business and giving back. If you have not yet listened to episodes three and four, or maybe you are a new listener, then I'd recommend going back and listening to those because it's there that I explain all seven areas and we rate them on a scale of one to 10 to really assess where you are now. And then we dream a bit and we create that personal vision of what a 10 would look like in each and every area. And I firmly believe that we are called to live a dream 10 life in all areas so we can truly thrive and be who we are created to be. Now, this next, like the the next topic or this area of life that we're going to talk about is something that I think we can all use some help with or reminding uh, with consistently. And that is the area of relationships community. Now, I'm not talking about Facebook friends or Instagram followers or social media friendships, which we'll talk about in a bit. I'm talking about deep community where you feel like you're surrounded with people who like, know, and trust you, where you can be open and vulnerable and feel accepted. In a safe community, you can thrive You know, you think of the opposite of community, uh, which is basically loneliness or feeling on eggshells or, or living surrounded by drama, relationship drama, emotional roller coasters, arguments, angry, fighting. Whew. Nobody thrives in a situation like that. So I'm going to share with you four reasons why creating a healthy community for yourself impacts you on the inside and out. And the first reason is because a healthy, strong, supportive community is actually the number one tool you need to be healthy. Now, when I first say that, you might be thinking, wait a minute, the number one tool to be healthy, wouldn't that be to decrease stress? We've been told this for a long time, that stress is a predictor to hospital visits, doctor visits, decreased immune system. You're going to get sick more if you're stressed out, right? Well, that can be true. However, loneliness is actually a bigger precursor to heading to the doctor. Those who live in isolation suffer from more viral infections and inflammation, depression. Feeling socially isolated can make you physically sick. And then social stressors, you know, arguments, family or friends that don't get along, there's stress on these relationships, is actually a stronger predictor of mortality than alcoholism or smoking. 
And even the field of epigenetics is learning how important your community is. Your genes can be turned on and off based on the food we give it, give our bodies and the community that surrounds us. The community that we are around, remember, often we choose this community, impacts us on a cellular level. Our genome is shifted and changed based on this community. And we can get sicker and feel more depressed in isolation or having a community that's full of stress. The opposite of that is social connectedness. And it is more effective than medication. Getting healthy is a team sport. So one reason to have a healthy community is for your health. <laughs> you want to be healthier? Get around people who love you, support you, or you can feel you're accepted and loved. Next is when you're in a space like that, in a community where you feel accepted and loved, you're going to have fun. You're going to let your guard down. You're going to have, you're going to experience laughter and laughter reduces the level of stress hormones like cortisol, adrenaline, dopamine, and growth hormone. It also increases the level of health enhancing hormones like endorphins. Laughter is good for the soul. And when you're around other people who are laughing, laughing, that is contagious, don't you think? When you're doing adventures together, shared adventures, you come home even more connected. Another reason why a healthy, strong community is important is for increased accountability. We do more, be more, serve more, love more when we are inspired by others and feel like we are making a difference. We want to add value to others just as much as we want others to add value to us. And when we're a part of a community that misses us when we're gone and we feel like we're adding value to them, we feel this sense of purpose. We want to mean something to someone. And when you're surrounded by a group who there's your, your sense of purpose and mission in life is increased. Now, accountability also means we push ourselves a little more. We feel like we need to show up a little bit differently because others are watching. And I remember when I was at the gym one time and I was running on the treadmill, a personal trainer was standing right next to me. Now, he didn't say anything. He didn't say good job. He didn't say run faster. He didn't say you can do more than this. He didn't say, you know, increase your incline or stop being sluggish or anything. He just stood there. But by him standing there, I pushed myself more than I ever would. I ran farther just because he was there. Another accountability group that I'm in is my mastermind group. We meet every other week. We talk about our goals, our dreams, what progress we're making. We share our fears, our vulnerabilities, and the connectedness within this group is by far better than any, you know, than a lot of other relationships I have because they know some of my deepest fears and they accept me anyway. Now, we talked about in healthy community, increasing your health, 
being a place where you can let loose, have fun, experience laughter, have an increased accountability and be more than you normally would. But let's face it, it also can help us be happier. Now, social isolation and just feeling lonely can increase depression because again, you feel lonely and sad and like you're not a part of anything. And when I was working at community mental health, I worked with a lot of clients who were on disability and unable to work because of their depression. Now I'm not having saying this as a blanket statement for everybody on disability or even everybody who's experiencing depression, because I know that it's a real heavy heaviness that that happens. But I often would think for some of these clients, you would feel less depressed if you were working and surrounded by people and had a, a sense of purpose as they say, you become like the people you hang around. So I want you to think about who are the five people you hang around most, not your children. They're not included in this list. Who are five people that you call when you're having a bad day? Who are five people that you ask for help if you need it? Or they call you when they're having a bad day. They trust you with their emotions and with their feelings. Who are five people that you can just let loose with, have fun, enjoy life, and create memories together? I challenge us all to have five. To have just five. Doesn't have to be a million, but to have five people that uh, you're connected to on this level. Now, before I end, I want to uh, address those who've been hurt by relationships in the mental health clinic I worked at. And even in our business now, we've often said this business would be easy if it weren't for people. And in, when we retire, we're going to work in greenhouses and only work with plants because, you know, people can also be difficult and tricky and emotional. And our feelings can be hurt when we're vulnerable. But what I've learned is that the opposite of having an open heart and deep relationships and being vulnerable and authentic with at least five people is that we can feel lonely. You know, you think of the heart closed off. You think of somebody who's a bit stoic and maybe a bit angry. They don't have deep relationships because they've been hurt before. Now lots of healing needs to happen and that's a whole nother episode and forgiveness and boundary set and lots of things can happen in order to experience healthy relationships. But I can tell you from experience that vulnerability and deep connectedness is more important to me. I'm It's worth the risk of being hurt in my opinion loneliness is worse. So for those of you that have a good, solid group surrounding you, how often are you hanging out with them? And a few tips for deepening the relationship would really just be to ask 
questions. People love to talk about themselves and they'll feel more connected to you when they start sharing their story with you. So ask questions. How are you doing? How is that for you? How is this experience? How is your family? How is your marriage? How are your kids? Ask questions and really give them space to answer. Another thought is to love on them. Texts, saying thank you, showing gratitude to the relationship. You know, how often do we actually hear that from one another? Spreading that love decreases that or increases that connectedness as well. Another couple things to think about is scheduling time to connect. I'm a time person. Now, I don't need presents. I'm not necessarily a gift person. Certainly, I like words of affirmation, but I'm a quality time person. I love shared adventures. I love laughing and creating memories, taking pictures, and then talking about it and reminiscing about it later. When was the last time that you and your friend group, or maybe you and your husband, scheduled time to just have fun and do something new? You know, getting those things on the calendar is really, really important for this aspect of life and creating a community of deeper connection. So in light of this, I have created a few ways for us as a Dreamcast community to be a bit more connected. I know that the listeners of the Dreamcast are people who who are dreamers, you know, you are excited about personal growth, you want life to be a 10 in all areas for yourself, and you love encouraging other people as well. So I created the Dreamcast Facebook group. This is a free community for those who are interested to just plug in. I'll post episodes in there. I'm going to post in there when I have any new products or connection points or even ask for your feedback. I know that a lot of you have been coming to me with feedback. You've been leaving reviews, which I seriously so appreciate because, um, you know, you always want to know what people are hearing and connecting with. But I know that you guys would also love each other. So go to the Dreamcast Facebook group. It's free. Join it. I'll accept you. And we can just start communicating, connecting, and building deeper relationships with each other there. And then lastly, something I'm working on, this is kind of an insider scoop. It should be launched in the next few weeks. It's called the Dream Tank. And this is something I'm super excited about. It is a online live masterclass called the Dream Tank. We are going to fill up your Dream Tank together. And what this is, is a way for us to meet. It is online, but it's live. So you'll have direct access to me and other Dreamcast and and fellow listeners. And I'm going to share teaching moments. I'm going to go through the Dream Life material with you and offer exercises and transformational experiences for you to do right then, right there. Whether it's a guided meditation or it's a exercise that I then can split you into groups and you you work through with one or two other people, you're going to have a chance to experience transformation right there in the dream tank. And that's coming soon as well. And I'll first be launching that to all Dreamcast listeners. So join the Facebook group if you want to be one of the first ones to learn about that as well.
So again, for those that are interested in building stronger community, take a look at who you're hanging around with now. Are they the type of people that you want to be? And if not, Make a change. It's A-okay. And then if you do have people surrounding you that you love, like, no trust, and you feel like you're connected with a community that you really want to get deeper in, I suggest just planting your roots. Ask questions. Send love. Schedule time to have shared adventures. And I can tell you when you do this, you're going to have so much fun. You're going to laugh a ton. You're going to have increased community and you're going to create a space for yourself where you can thrive. Plant your plant your flag, right? Grow and blossom in this space. And I can tell you that community is a place where you can truly become all that you were created to be. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. And remember to dream big. Thank you so much for listening today. Head over to denisewalsh.com. Enter your email to subscribe to our list. And I'll be sending out an early bird special coupon. 50% off, in fact, of the Dream Life Workbook when it is launched in just a few months. So if you want to have first dibs, let's get your name on that list. Thanks again. I so appreciate you. And remember to dream big.